Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. my light is he your light this morning hallelujah hallelujah to the lamb of god welcome 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 those in the congregation those in tv land we are glad to have you here to worship with us this morning 
in spirit and in truth let's give the lord a hand praise if he's been good to you this week you need to let him know praise the lord praise the lord my scripture this morning will come from the book of psalms and i'll be reading psalms 100 and if you're able to stand for the reading of god's word would you do so please hallelujah make a joyful noise unto the lord all ye lands serve the lord with gladness come before his presence with singing know ye that the lord he is god it is he that have made us and not we ourselves we are his people the sheep of his pasture enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise be thankful unto him and bless his name for the lord is good for the lord is good for the lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth through all generations let's bow our heads and talk to our father dear gracious heavenly father god we thank you lord we thank you lord we thank you lord for watching over us as we slept last night lord and you woke us up this morning in our right minds lord god and we knew that we need to come and praise and worship you in spirit and truth today lord god father god we design a service here today lord god have your way lord god have your way lord god bless the servants today from the parking lot to the pulpit lord god i pray that you would touch our shepherd our pastor lord god you've given him a word to give to your people today lord god bless him as he brings it lord and open our ears and our hearts that we may hear and retain lord god i thank you this morning god i thank you this morning god and i pray to you in the name of him who gave his life on the cross so that we would be reconciled to you our salvation is covered in his blood jesus christ amen Come on, everyone. We're going to stand up and worship the Lord today. What's the highest praise that we can lift to our Savior? It's hallelujah. Come on. If you know it, sing it along with us.
said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord our feet shall stand within thy gates O Jerusalem all of our feet shall stand if you're able as we praise and worship our God there's a simple song that we're singing for our worship a song that goes back to my childhood God has smiled on me he has set me free he smiled on me he's been good to me so you can't say I don't know that song never heard that song before let's worship God together in spirit and truth God has smiled on me and if you know he smiled on you just wait lift your hand nobody I have to tell you on a song like this you just stop and you think now that we're in this sanctuary as busy as our lives are let's worship him together thank you Lord because he's been good. Let's give God a hand, y'all.
if God has been good to you and you know it, why don't you give him some kind, any kind of praise. Our God is awesome. What a mighty God we serve. You may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Blessed be God who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And he has seated us in those heavenly places. We are grateful for another day. Grateful for the start of a new week. Grateful because the Lord has kept us safe through last week. Everything we needed, he gave to us. There is not one single need that we had that we had to go without. We're grateful to him. Let me welcome you, those who are in the sanctuary, those who have come to worship in person here in the building. We're glad that you're here. We're grateful that the Lord has allowed us to be together again. Especially welcome to those who don't consider themselves a part of the Mount Calvary Nation. If you are visiting with us today, if you're able, uh, we would love to see who you are and where you are, if you don't mind standing. God bless you. God bless you. Mount Calvary, make them feel welcome, would you? Come on. We welcome you into Mount Calvary, this house of worship. So glad you came, exalt his name, let's lift him up together. Thank God we're here from far and near, the Lord has brought us this far. And with the love of Christ we are transforming lives. That's what we're about, transforming lives. Revealing the glory of God's kingdom. how we're doing it. We are glad you're here, especially these young men from Meadowdale High School. Y'all, we're glad that you've chosen to worship with us. This is their basketball team. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Good. Uh, we do have a card of thanks um, from Ms. Riri and family. I thank God for your continued prayers, phone calls, and cards. I thank God uh, for choosing our Pastor Sam and Elect Lady C, and for each of you being friends and family and grateful. Whoops. Blessed are the givers and grateful are the receivers. Thank you all so much. And she included an offering in here for the church as well. God bless you. We continue to pray. Um, there's money in there. Thank you, sir. Let's see. Certificate of 
Achievement from West Carrollton Intermediate School. Certificate of Achievement presented to Thomas Rutledge. This honor roll certificate was rewarded for achieving a GPA of 3.0 or higher for second quarter. And we also have one for the first quarter. Nicely done. Where's Brother Thomas? <laughs> Congrats, sir. Here, come get this so I don't lose it. Nicely done, sir. Nicely done. Yes, sir. Where's your family? Good. Congrats. Congrats. Keep it up. This church membership certificate is presented to Terry Moncrief in recognition of her successful completion of the prescribed requirements for full membership in the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that entitles her to all rights, benefits, and privileges of this fellowship. Um, Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church, Dayton, Ohio. Dr. Moncrief, where are you? Welcome officially. Yes, ma'am. And Sydney Moncrief. God bless you, ma'am. Welcome officially. And Christian Moncrief. God bless you, sir. Welcome officially. Yes. And where's you all's family? <laughs> Good. Glad to have you. Let's see. Idrea Caldwell, where are you? There she is. Hold on just a minute. I got a very proud text from your mom. Y'all gonna have to start bringing me paper back. Because <laughs> I have to blow it up so big to see it. Let me see. Idrea is in the 10th grade at, at Meadowdale. Let's see. And I see here for biology, was that honors? Uh, 93 American history. 98 um, CTE exercise science and athletic training. 98 language arts. 87 um, geometry honors. Uh, I won't tell you what it was, but her mom sent me a great note that said it's up to an 80-something. Yes, that's what I'm talking about, Idrea. And Spanish, 100. Nicely done, ma'am. Good job. Where's your family, Ms. Idrea? Congrats, y'all. And where's Ejela? <laughs> they want to see who you are, Idrea. I mean, Ejela. Who is in the eighth grade at Wagaman Middle School. 
Let's see. I see art survey, 83. Language arts, 94. Reading, 80. Pre-algebra, 81. Um, science, 100. American history, 90. Career connections, 100. Nicely done, Miss Ichela. Let me see. Now this third one. Let's see. Who who has Idrea? Is it you who has a four four this semester? Nicely done, ma'am. Good job. Keep it up. Nicely done. Where's Brother D'Angelo Yates? Yes, sir. He brought he brought and showed me last week. Um, he brought this to me. I said, You gotta bring it back next week so I can share it with everybody. This is in Chinese. <laughs> this is to certify that D'Angelo Yates is in good standing, has exhibited, has exhibited the knowledge, proficiency, and etiquette required by a word I can't say. Um, Jin Wakai? Ah. And, and is hereby promoted to Purple Belt. <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Good job. What's next? Greenbelt. All right. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Good. Ms. Rita Martin, are you here? Um, a very grateful husband said to make sure that I tell you happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Would you add to your prayer list Deacon Larry Stevens? Um, he is in Miami Valley Hospital. He went yesterday. Um, also, um, pray for Pastor... Um, Jeter, I can't, Anthony Jeter's family, um, he died last week in the pulpit. He's a, uh, a friend of uh, Minister Keeley Watkins, and they have asked for our prayers. Also, uh, Pastor Emeritus Charles Brown is in Grandview Hospital uh, from the Bethel Baptist Church. Would you add him to your prayer list as well? Last week, one of our uh, deacons on duty for February, you didn't get to see his face. I know there are lots of new people. I want you to uh, see who your deacons on duty are. Uh, Deacon Charles Burks was living it up in Houston last week, but he's back. Uh, so stand up, Deacon Burks, would you please, sir? If, if there is something that goes on, something you need, your connection, your immediate connection to the church family is uh, Deacon Charles Burks and, uh, and Deacon Tony Johnson. Wave your hand, standing back at the door. The deacon on call number is 937-422-9849. 422-9849. I appreciate this group of servants. 
I just want to make sure I got everything. Uh, there was a church conference scheduled for this afternoon, uh, but my team reminded me that I didn't say anything about that last week. So let's move that to the third week in February. That's the Sunday after next. It will be 3 o'clock church conference. Uh, for those of you who are new to the Mount Calvary family, uh, that is where we come together. We look at the year that has just passed and the year that is ahead. Uh, we, we take a look at God's vision, uh, what he's done for us and what he has planned for us. If you've been scared off at churches that you've been a part of, you've been scared off by church business meeting where people forget that they are saints, um, it's not that kind of party here. And, uh, and you don't have to be scared to come. Come and see what the Lord is doing and, uh, and let's seek him together, all right? Third Sunday at three o'clock. Uh, the rest can wait for now. We are going to head to James chapter 5 today after the choir has come. But just before they do, uh, y'all know it's the first Sunday in February, so you've been studying. You are ready. You don't even need them to put words up on the screen or lift every voice and sing. That's right. So we're going to stand and do it together. But just in case you do need words, they will be here on the screen. <laughs> we are just singing the first verse today. Learn the first verse. For next week, learn the first and the second verse. All right? Let's sing it out. Lift every voice. Lift every voice and sing. Till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmony of liberty. Let our rejoicing Sing a song. Sing. So be it. So be it. Learn verse 2 for next week, all right? You...
to order our steps. James chapter 5, verse 16, I just want to lift the B clause, the second sentence from the King James Version of the Holy Bible. Here's what it says. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. You may be seated. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We have been studying prayer for a little while now. And last week we finished up the Lord's Prayer or the model prayer where Jesus is instructing his disciples on how to pray. If you missed any of that study, you can go back and watch it on YouTube, um, go back and watch it on Facebook, and you will discover what Jesus says about how we ought to pray. Not like the hypocrites or the heathen who just want to be seen and heard, but when we pray, we pray out of relationship, our Father. That's, that's really all prayer is. It is communication with God out of relationship. In other words, we get to talk to our Father. We get to communicate with the one who has all power. We get to talk to the one who is able to do exceeding, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. We get the privilege of casting all our cares on the one who cares for us. We get to tap into the power that God possesses through prayer. And my brothers and sisters, just in case you haven't figured it out by now, prayer is absolutely necessary in the life of the believer. I don't understand personally how anybody could live in these times and not pray. I don't get it. How could you not pray when circulating on the internet right now is one of the most disturbing videos many have ever seen. The senseless and unnecessary beating of yet another black man by police officers. What makes it even more disturbing is this time it's by other black men. How could we not pray when somehow China snuck a whole balloon the size of three school buses into U.S. airspace over a missile facility. How could we not pray when there are in this the richest country in the world? There are still children who don't know where their next meal is going to come from. How? How could we not pray when our congressional leadership is so busy fighting over position and power that they don't have time to deal with the actual issues that plague our 
society like gun violence and ingrained systemic American racism and poverty in the economy and lawlessness? How can we scroll through our timelines on Facebook and not pray? How can we hear what our children are listening to and not pray? How can we turn on the television and not pray? For the saint, prayer is not a last resort. It's a first response. It's not a one-time event. It's a whole lifestyle. Doesn't stop. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Y'all know the Bible says men ought always pray and not faint. The apostle Paul said, I want men everywhere to pray, lifting up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. We need to pray. And here in the book of James, he gives us the principle in this second part of verse 16. He illuminates this truth. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much NIV puts it like this the prayer of a righteous person check this out is powerful and effective I like the way the New Living Translation puts it too the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results is there anybody in here who knows that prayer is both powerful and effective Anybody online who can chime in? If I gave you the mic, if I posted what you type on the screen, you could testify that prayer is both powerful and effective. As a matter of fact, I believe that I'm not the only one standing in here right now who the very reason that you're in here is because somebody prayed for you. powerful and effective somebody needs to shout thank God well let's walk our way up to the text because James gives us so much in this little section of his letter he understands that if you want saints to get something if you want church people to understand that something is really important you have to repeat it you got to say it over and over again parenthetically that's why Paul says rejoice in the Lord always and just in case you missed it again I say rejoice it's why the Lord sometimes instructs me to preach the same sermon multiple times because sometimes we all need that repetition so in between verses 13 and 18 some form of the word pray is it appears in every single verse that's here he really outlines the power of prayer here and that's what I want to talk about for just a little bit uh, as we get ready for the Lord's Supper the power of prayer say that with me the power of prayer James starts out by giving the responsibility that we have um really two of them and, and I'll be done the first is the responsibility of constant communication constant communication it's in the text let me show you James begins this section of verses with a question is any among you afflicted NIV says is any among you in trouble that word literally means there suffering but not just suffering continued suffering is there any among you who is having to endure suffering and evils 
and hardships? Is there anybody going through, as the old saints used to put it, trials and tribulations? Yeah, y'all could preach this. I know you're saved and sanctified and Holy Ghost filled, but I got to tell you that sometimes in this life, even saints go through extended seasons of trouble. Even saints. As a matter of fact, I know I'm on good ground when I tell you that uh, especially saints endure times of trouble. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. You know what the Bible says. In this life you shall have tribulation. Y'all already know what Job said. Man born of a woman is a few days and those few days are full of trouble. Even the apostle Paul left it on record that we're trouble on every side yet we're not distressed. We're perplexed but we're not in despair. We're persecuted but we're not forsaken. We're cast down but we're not destroyed. Everybody sometimes is afflicted and James says is any of you afflicted? Anybody having trouble in your life anybody going through when you get to that point here's what James says that's the time you ought to pray that's not the, hear me please that's not the time to flip out that's not the time to break down that's not the time to lose hope that's not the time to stop coming to church that's not the time to stop tuning in that's not the time to cuss everybody out that's the time to mm -hmm. saints we have a responsibility to pray I don't know if you have figured it out by now but some stuff can't be talked out it's got to be prayed out there's some stuff you were not designed to handle on your own we keep misquoting the Bible. He won't put more on you than you can bear. Listen, that's not talking about burdens. That's talking about sin and temptation. Sometimes the Lord will allow more on you burden-wise than you can bear so that you have to give it to him. If I could bear it, I wouldn't need him. We have a responsibility to pray. There's some stuff we can't handle. We got to learn how to take it to the Lord in prayer. Can I tell you something? Even Jesus, the Christ, God in the flesh, had to pray. There were times in his life and ministry, he got finished preaching, got finished healing the sick, got finished casting out devils. Sometimes even Jesus needed to go away from everybody, find somewhere off by himself, or just take a couple with, couple with him and just pray. Talk to the Father, communicate with somebody who can do something about whatever the situation is. Is any among you afflicted? Pray. Constant communication. But then he says this. He asks another question. Is anybody Mary? Anybody Mary? M-E-R-R-Y? Anybody happy? Any happy folks? Anybody in good spirits? Anybody cheerful? Then you ought to sing psalms. You ought to sing songs of praise. James is suggesting here that everybody isn't going through all the time I mean <laughs> let's be for real none of us has a bad day every day the Lord is kind 
He's gracious enough that every day is not stormy. It's not always a bad day. Listen, I have started to run from people. I got I'm just being honest with you. I have started to run from people who are always complaining. I'm like, nothing good ever happens to you. <laughs> Paul Jones, Reverend Paul Jones, he put it like this. I have had some good days. And I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days and some sleepless nights. But when I look around and I think things over, all of my good days outweigh my bad days so I won't complain. Anybody here in here right now who can testify that every day is not a struggle. Anybody online who can chime in now, type it in. I've had some wonderful days and some seasons of merriment and happiness. We ought to have a good day every once in a while. And James says, if you're merry, if you're happy, if you're having a good day, if you're in good spirits, if you're in, if you're cheerful, praise God. Did you catch it? It's a little subtle, but here's what he says. If you're afflicted, pray. If you're happy, praise. Did you catch that? Whether you're afflicted or merry, you should be in constant communication with God. Let me see if I can help you out. Afflicted, pray. Merry, praise. Got it? Suffering, pray. Happy, praise. Sick, pray. Well, praise. Broke, pray. Plenty of money, praise. Troubled, pray. Triumphant, praise. Depressed, pray. Joyful, praise. Weak, pray. Strong, praise. You're having a bad day, pray. You're having a good day, praise. You're going through it, pray. You're on the other side of it, praise. Here is the point. Everybody ought to be in constant communication with God. I'm learning that life is a balance between prayer and praise. Help me preach this, please. Tell somebody, whatever you do, don't stop talking to him. I heard one pastor put it, it should either be, Lord, fix it, fix it, fix it, or Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. One of the two. James first illuminates the necessity for constant communication. I'm almost done. But then secondly, he points out the need for number two, the need for intentional intercession intentional intercession that word intercession it just means praying for someone else holding on in prayer for someone else it's in the text look at verse 14 he continues his line of questioning he says is any sick among you let him call for the elders of the church let them pray and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith will save the sick and if there's any sin they'll be forgiven did you catch that 
Here's the truth. Sometimes there is some stuff that we cannot handle on our own in prayer. There's some stuff that we may be too close to. <laughs> and you need to reach out. Sometimes you have to bring in some backup. There are times, and it doesn't make you less of a saint, when you need some reinforcements. Call for the elders of the church. Be intentional. Not that they just found out, but you call for some help. <laughs> Let somebody know that you need some help in prayer. Brothers and sisters, there are some times when you have a need, when what you're going through and you can pray for yourself. There are, your faith is such and the Lord strengthen you is such that you don't need to stand in anybody's prayer line. You don't need to call anybody else. You get down on your own knees and you pray for yourself and that's enough. Oh, but there are some other times. I'm learning. I am learning. There are some other times when we need some intercessors, when we need some help in prayer. I'm coming to understand, I'm starting to realize that there are some times when we just need some help. There are some circumstances that the Lord will allow or even put us in where we are forced to lay down pride and pick up the phone and shoot a text or call somebody, somebody who will pray us through. Is there any sick among you? Call somebody. There is a Greek word here used for sick that is bigger than we think. Because that word that's used there for sick does mean physical illness. It does, but that's not all that it means. Physical illness is included. But when you take a look at the word in the Greek, y'all go do it for yourself to make sure I'm telling you the truth. The word literally means weak, feeble, without strength, powerless. The word literally means weary. Are any of you weary? Anybody tired of being what you're in? Being in what? It's where we get the expression I'm sick of this. I'm weary of where I am. We, um, I'm sick of this job. I'm sick of this illness. You can't say amen too loud. I'm sick of this marriage. I'm sick of these children. Weary. I know, I know you, just, just wink at me. Uh, <laughs> and I know you can't say it <laughs> too loud in here. You might get jumped. But there are some people online right now and some people in these pews right now thinking I'm sick of this church there are people who are weary of your current condition weary of life weary of foolishness in Washington 
sometimes in Columbus and many times in your house I'm sick of American hypocrisy weary of yet another video of a mass shooting or police I'm sick of this sick and tired of being sick and tired and here is the word of the Lord today call in some backup call in some help if you are weary you don't have to pretend like you're not call for some help call in some prayer warriors James says, call the elders. Y'all check that out? That is mature saints. I'm not talking about age. I'm talking about spiritual maturity who know how to go to God on your behalf. Call on some mature saints who won't have your business all over the church and the street. Call some mature saints who won't stop praying, who won't let up, who won't give up, and who won't shut up until your prayer is answered. Call in some elders, some mature saints who will pray about it and forget it. Who won't hold it over your head that they prayed. They just want to see you free. They just want to see you delivered. They just want to see you raised up. Call in some intentional intercessors. Some spiritual people who can go to God on your behalf. And James said the Lord will restore. Look at somebody, tell them, you better pray for me because I'm sick of this. I'm sick of where I am. And I need some mature saint. I need somebody who knows the power of prayer. Somebody who will not let go until they see it. Lord, I'm not going to let go until you bless Susie. I'm going to keep on praying until John knows that you are God and you are God alone. I will not give up until he's delivered. I won't give up until she's healed. You need you somebody on your, on your team. You weren't designed Try and carry all of this by yourself. You strong, yeah. Saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, tongue talking, devil chasing, that's you, yes, yes. I get it, I understand. <laughs> but there's some stuff. Can you hear me? There's some stuff that you need some help with. Because, I'm done, the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. It's powerful and effective. Now, that could be scary because it's qualified. 
everybody's prayers aren't powerful and effective. I'm, I'm not that done yet. <laughs> everybody's prayers... <laughs> are not powerful and effective. There's a qualifier. The righteous and so James has asked his questions. Anybody sick? Anybody afflicted? Anybody happy? But when I read that I got to ask James a question. Who is the righteous? Especially on communion Sunday. I have to let you know that it's the prayers of the righteous that are powerful and effective. So I think I need to clue you in on who the righteous are. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 says it like this at verse 30. By his doing, you are in Christ, who became to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Who are the righteous? Romans 9 says that the Gentiles, the non-Jewish people who did not follow after righteousness have attained righteousness by faith. Who are the righteous? Romans 10, 4 tells us that Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Who are the righteous? Romans 5, 17, for if by the transgression of one death reigned through the one much more, who those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Romans 4, 5, but to the one who does not work but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited as righteousness. Romans 5.19, for as though, as through one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, even so, through the obedience of the one, the many will be made righteous. Who are the righteous? 2 Corinthians 5.21, God made him who knew no sin to become sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That's the answer. If you believe, then you are the righteous. It's not what you do that makes you righteous. It's what you believe. It's not, the, it's not who you are, it's who you believe in. Don't get me wrong, what you do ought to line up with what you believe. Who you are ought to be in line with who you believe in. But the fact that you believe, the fact that you have accepted Jesus the Christ makes you the righteousness of God in Christ. Listen, I, I don't know about you, but I believe in the virgin birth. I believe that he lived a sinless life. 
I believe that Jesus was God in the flesh. I believe he walked on the water. I believe he unstopped deaf ears. I believe he opened up blind eyes. I believe he, uh, he called dead men out of their graves. I believe that he knew no sin. I believe he was condemned to death. I believe he laid down his life on my behalf for my sins and for your sins. I believe he wore a crown of thorns. I believe he bore nails in his hands and in his feet. I believe he died on Mount Calvary, but I believe that writer he rose with all power in his hand I believe that I believe that one day he's going to crack the sky and the dead in Christ will rise that's why Paul said Philippians chapter 3 leading up to verse 9 I just want to gain Christ and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law but that which is through faith in Christ the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith I like the way Edward, Edward Mote wrote it I'll leave you alone when he shall come with trumpet sound Oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless, to stand before the throne on Christ, the solid rock. Can I boil it down just in case you haven't gotten the last five minutes of what I said? <laughs> we are the righteous. I know I know you're sick of helping me preach I promise this is the last time I'll tell you to do it would you find somebody tell them today must be your day because you sat next to the righteous <laughs> Mm. you didn't even know who you were sitting beside you didn't even know when you put your purse in that seat but today must be your day because you sat next to the righteous and when the righteous pray something happens the righteous prayers are powerful and if I'm so glad you sat where you sat because when the righteous pray earth lines up with heaven when the righteous pray mountains move when the righteous pray demons flee when the righteous pray the sick are restored when the righteous pray the dead are raised when the righteous pray hearts are fixed when the righteous pray minds are regulated when we pray listen I tell you what be blessed my brother be blessed my sister be blessed whatever life leads to you let me encourage you and let me speak life to you you can depend on God to see you through and you can depend on me to pray for you you might be hurting you might be crying you might be worrying and frustrated too 
let me encourage you let me speak life to you you can depend on God to see you through and you can depend on me to pray for you so here's what it boils down to I'll pray for you and you pray for me and watch God change things watch God shift things watch God line stuff up I'll pray for you and you pray for me and watch God change things because I am the righteous and when I pray I know he hears and I know stuff moves you want me to pray for you I'm so glad you asked me our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever and ever amen so let it be be healed be delivered be set free you're in the right place you're in the right place you're in the right place I don't know what you're going through I don't know what you've been through I don't know what you're about to go into but there's some righteous folk who won't tell your business there's some righteous saints right here in this building there's some righteous people who are monitoring online who will pray with you and who will pray for you and won't pray on you Let's go. I know it's COVID. If you're not comfortable, God bless you. He sees your heart. He knows. He knows your heart. If you want to put a mask on, you can. It doesn't matter. But if you know that you need some help for where you are right now, if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you are weary of the place you're in, I want you to make your way down here as quickly as you can. sick of this I'm tired of being where I am I know I'm saved I know he loves me I'm just tired of being stuck what people think 
that's how desperate I am. I really doesn't even matter to me who's watching me. It don't matter. It don't matter. All I know is I need some help in this. All I all I know is that I'm I've been trying to pray through this by myself. I just need somebody to join their faith with mine. And can I say this while you're coming? Can I say this while you're coming? Sometimes it's not either or. Sometimes it's both and. Sometimes even while you're going through you may be the mature saint that somebody else has to come to do you get it sometimes even while you're going through you may be the mature saint that somebody else has to come through because what they're going through you've been through sometimes it's easier to believe for somebody else those who are in your seats and those who are here I want you to lay your pride aside lay your pride aside and I want you to say these words first I need help And it doesn't make you less of a Christian. It doesn't make you less saved. It doesn't mean that you are out of the will of God. But there are times in all of our lives where we encounter something and we need some help to pray through. So you got a whole family here. A whole family going to begin today to pray you through I said begin begin because as intercessors what we agree to do is hold on and not let go so I'm not just gonna pray for you today and then never care about you again I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna keep on praying you got it your family, your church family. We're going to pray and we're going to keep on praying. You are close to somebody right now. Would you ask them what they need prayer for? Would you ask them? And then I want you to pray for them. Pray for them.
pray for somebody else. Pray for somebody else. to your name Jesus hallelujah to your name Jesus we bless your name Jesus we honor you Lord we give you thanks Lord How, is anybody afflicted let him pray anybody happy let him sing praise hallelujah but everybody's doing one or the other hallelujah to your name Jesus we bless you Jesus we honor you Lord we give you praise right now hallelujah Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, hallelujah. Glory, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, hallelujah. 
text from somebody this week that says, listen, I need you to pray. Just pray. Right. And commit. Okay, I got you. Sometimes you need some help. And that's okay. Do y'all hear me? And let the church say amen. That's good. And watch God change things. I'll pray for you. saved I've got such good news for you check this out God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son his unique one-of-a-kind son Jesus Christ that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world so that the world through him might be saved if you're here in the building you're not sure you're saved you're not sure where you're going to spend eternity would you raise your hand somebody will come to you and will tell you how you can be saved God bless you God bless you if you're here and you're not sure you're saved raise your hand somebody will come to you here's what the Bible says confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you shall be saved if you're online you're not sure you're saved you're not sure where you're going to spend eternity and we are all going to spend eternity somewhere but if you're not sure where you can be sure today type it in the chat send us a message somebody's monitoring right now they'll reach out to you and we'll show you how you can be saved and know it today that's the first call second call is this maybe you're here you're saved already you already know where you're going to spend eternity but you know the lord wants you in this place as your church home if that's you would you come now or would you raise your hand somebody will come to you you know you're supposed to be here somebody will come to you God bless you. Those two calls, if you're not sure you're saved or if you know the Lord wants you here. Also, if you're online, you're joining us, you know that the Lord is calling you to be a part of this part of his family. If that's you, put it in the chat. Send us a message. Somebody will reach out to you very shortly so that you can become a part of Mount Calvary Nation. Those two calls. But everybody else then is saved and is where you know you belong 
everything let the church say amen so be it let's get ready to recommit ourselves let's get ready to recommit ourselves to the Lord and to each other Oh, Mr. Kim is over there, Minister Wortham. There's one more over here, ma'am. Good. Let's thank God for those who are giving their lives to Christ today and for those who are who feel the call to be a part of the Mount Calvary Nation. We're going to get ready to recommit ourselves to each other and to the Lord by way of the church covenant. I will read the first stanza where it says leader and you will read the next where I think it says congregation and we will continue until we get to the end which we will all read together if you're able would you stand as we recommit ourselves now having been led as we believe by the spirit of god to receive the lord jesus christ as our savior and on the profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we do now in the presence of God and this assembly most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. for the advancement of this church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort. To promote its prosperity and spirituality. To sustain its worship, ordinances, discipline, and doctrines. And regularly to the support of its ministry, the expenses of the church, the relief of the poor, and the spread of the gospel all nations. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotion, to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances, to walk circumspectly in the world. Thus, in our deeds, faithful in our engagements, and exemplary in our deportment, to avoid all tattling, backbiting, and excessive anger with the help of the Holy Spirit to abstain from anything that the Bible calls sin and to be zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior. Further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember one another in prayer, to aid one another in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy in feeling, and courtesy in to be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of the Savior, of our Savior, to secure it without delay. We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will, as soon as possible, 
where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word. Let the church say amen. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> if this is your first time communing with us, we do ask that you would hold the, uh, pardon me, y'all already have the elements, don't you? Is there anyone who has been overlooked? We have a couple on this side, Miss Deborah over there, Brother Sam in the back. On the back on that side. Thank you, Demons. Thank you, sir. Thank my hand. Thank you, sir. Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his blood shed, for his body given. Bless the elements we're about to receive. Do what only you can in our midst. In Jesus' name. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, this bread is my body given for you. Now take and eat all of it. And likewise, after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for the payment, for the remission of sins. Now take and drink all of it. We thank God for Jesus. Thank God for his blood. It reaches to the highest mountain. To the highest The 
of love in this land from from day to day it will never it will never never to God that has given so much to us and I want to mention let's not forget the building fund uh, the Bobby J. Winston Center so let's include that in our giving and we have several ways to give today um, first of all bringing the tithes and offering to God's storehouse we got GiveLify you can download the app and follow the instructions cash app dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C and we ask that anyone that uses this app to put their full name in the comments so that we'll know exactly who's giving text to give, they'll put the number on the screen, 855-908-0710 and the deacons will no longer be outside collecting offerings so you need to get that in now Amen we're going to wait uh, after we dismiss, after I dismiss you all. Just stay where you are. And then next week, I think we'll do something different, but we'll do that under the guidance of uh, our lead usher. Amen. Is there anything else? They didn't get you the memo, but I got it late. <laughs> if there's nothing else, can we stand, please? Now unto him who's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God our Father, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. Can we say it together? Amen. Bless y'all.